Fish face, shut up! Ah, get out of here! Welcome to episode 17 of Comical Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Corbett, and with me is... Horstocles. Horstocles. He almost didn't make it here today, folks. I made it. I may have lost my saddle along the damn way, but I got here. <laughs> what happened? I don't know. <laughs> it, I saw a truck, and next thing you know, my car decided it wanted to be part of it. <laughs> it was too late, too quick, too fast. Let too fast, gentlemen. too furious? That's right. Horstocles <laughs> threw his shoe. And... Needless to say, I don't think my car is going to make it, so... I'm alive, I'm kicking, I'm well, I'm here, I'm sitting right here across from you. I see the tears you got in your eyes. Don't worry, man, I'm here, bro. I'm just glad you're I'm alive, here. man. I'm just glad you're alright. What, we wouldn't have had a show? No, the show would have gone on. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> you know, you told me just last week. I will love you till my heart stops beating. I mean, I mean that I have like 20 hours of bonus footage that I can uh, pull clips from and, and make a show. But it'll be a clip show instead of a live show. 20 hours of me is not enough. <laughs> you can never get enough of horse to Yeah, that's only a few weeks worth. <laughs> <laughs> of course, we also have my lovely wife, Heather. Say hi. What's up? She ate enough sugar, ice cream, and hell, maybe tried some crack for all we know. She got hyped up over there. I did. It's my birthday week. I'm allowed to eat whatever the fuck I want. It is her birthday week, and thank you to the few people, notably Brian Kearns, that wished her happy birthday on Twitter. Say, yes. man, I said happy birthday. Thank you. I happy birthday on Facebook. Well, and thank I you, got a thank you as well, Miguel. Man. Man. I said happy birthday. Exactly. That's like Speaking fun. of, hey, my man, how's it going? That's hanging pretty well. How are you doing? Doing good. But it's green. <laughs> well, I wouldn't expect anything different. Oh, okay. Are you a doctor? <laughs> Here, look. <laughs> please, please keep your uh, tunic on. <laughs> yeah, no one wants to see that. I got time for that. All right. <laughs> we also have another guest. Oh. Uh, which is going to show up later in the episode. Oh. Merman's not excited about it, but... Oh. Uh, <laughs> I think... Uh, oh. I think the listeners will enjoy it. Uh-uh. <laughs> so, thanks for bringing the mood down, talking about my near, uh, near-death near experience. Thank you very much. Did you see Jesus? It happens to everybody. I yeah, I did see Jesus. Nice. I did, too. He was in the last page of God is Dead. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Pretty good. So, yeah. All right. <laughs> well, let's talk some comics. Let's talk some comics. It's kind of hard for you to talk some comics today because you didn't get to read everything. Like I live, I talk like this, and I can't talk comics. <laughs> uh, I don't know what you're doing over what, there. I can't read Tyson Jr. But <laughs> <laughs> I can't read all of a sudden. You didn't read everything because you were out of the office today because of your accident. Oh, that is correct. You're right. So I forgot. I must have hurt myself. You only read like half of the books, so your uh, top two may not. What I only read six pages of a book. Be completely inclusive. Yeah, I read the books I had, you know, so many, you know, what was it? Yeah. Nearly not the 36 that you bought, but yeah. I, <laughs> I got 15 more of them sitting in your desk at work for tomorrow. Wow. So we may have a special episode next week. Or no, excuse me, tomorrow. Well, I come back and tell you, I'm re-changing my top two. Bonus. <laughs> All right, fine. I'll give you what I got. My number two book of the week, Rat Queens. Still Rat one Queens. of my favorite books. Yeah, it's excellent. Uh, it's been a while since the trade paperback came out, and even longer for the people that are reading issue to issue. Before yeah. issue six came out, I know it's been, it felt like it was freaking forever. I thought like I discontinued or something. Like, what the hell just happened? That's just a testament to how good the series really is. Uh, I couldn't wait for issue six, and and it lived up to my expectations. It was really, really good. It's a fun read. I need to get that issue. Did you say issue six? 
I didn't know they were issuing sex. <laughs> I, didn't I didn't know that either. Where do I sign up? <laughs> no, yeah, issue six, numero seis, <laughs> was uh, really nice good. Save. I <laughs> I enjoyed the book. I, I didn't actually get the main cover that got distributed to everybody. I got like a alternate, like a variant that you actually open it up and it has all the girls. Like in the front, it has the girl with the beard. And you open it up, you get the witch girl, and you get the black girl, and then on the back is the little troll girl. Yeah, I got the same one. I actually like that cover. It is pretty cool. Good. I'd rather collect the cover A's just because that's how I am. I usually try to take the A's instead of the B's, but... Uh, <laughs> I thought you liked double D's. Stop looking at my chest! You're not that fat. <laughs> He's, checking out, He's been checking out Merman, don't worry. Oh, oh what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <I> got- <laughs> well, let me talk about Rat Queens, okay? All right, I'll, I'll save you. It's the aftermath of what happened after their big shebang, you know, the, the big old fight. So they all go have sex except for the one girl. And uh, they all have regrets and they're all like jumping on each other, talking crap. Well, they don't just go have sex. They have like a party. Yeah, they have a big party where all kinds of stuff goes down. Yeah, a lot of stuff happens. It's not just like, hey, we beat all the orc hordes. Let's go like fuck around in the end. <laughs> well, you know, it's kind of like that, you know. What else are you going to say? I mean, they act like guys. But then, you know, then their friend, the black guy, I can never think of his name. You racist bastard. Wow, that's funny. <laughs> no, uh, I forgot what his name was. He's got an interesting name. But anyway, he's with the, the witch girl. He gets taken, or he gets lit. He figures it out, and he follows into the, you know, to the frame. You want to mean a new bad guy. Uh, and so it's pretty interesting. I don't want to give away too much of the book, but I like where it's going. Yeah, they, they finally uh, revealed, like, who was behind the stuff that happened in the first trade and the first few issues. I just don't want to wait two and a half months for book seven. I know. And you got to see what happened to the girl who disappeared. Oh my god! <laughs> that was like the last page when they make her turn around. Yeah. I'm like, ah, yeah. It, it's a really <laughs> good book. Uh, you know, I, I gave it as my pick of the week for the trade paperback a few weeks ago. If you haven't picked that up yet, go do so and pick up issue six, which came out this week. It's it's very fun. Well, yeah. Uh, my book one, Deadpool versus Carnage three. Okay. Violet loved it. Carnage was pissed. Deadpool talking crap. Smacking around each other. Carnage clearly won this round. You don't have to sell me on it, man. I love Deadpool. And man. Colin Bunn is doing such a good job with that series. That last page was just absolutely awesome. That last page was like, holy crap, I am so stoked. And I, oh, I can't wait for book four. Yeah. I, I, dude, Carnage cut him up in like 18,000 pieces. He puts himself back together. Of course. Of course. Then he cuts him again and makes jokes along the way. I just don't understand how Shriek's alive. I didn't realize she had any kind of regenerative powers. I don't know. Yeah, I thought she was dead. Yeah, I thought but. Deadpool killed her, but... uh you know, I guess not. Well, it's a great book, and I so much, I so much enjoy it. I wish it's one of those handles, you know, so it's like big, <laughs> so many more pages to read. But yeah, that was my number one. What about you? Uh, obviously, you read a lot more. Uh, I know you've been hinting at some stuff, so I, I'm curious to hear what you got. Well, if you remember, my pick of the week a few weeks ago was Dead Letters, number one. Right. That's the story about the guy who wakes up in purgatory and has been conscripted to work for heaven, trying to figure out what happened to his predecessor. Oh, yeah. I want to read that. Um, Dead Letters 2 came out, and it just fleshes out the story a little bit more. It's a really fascinating read. I I just loved it. It was almost as good as the number one pick I had, which is a new book by James Tenney IV called The Woods. It's a really unusual story, and it has the same kind of feel to it that like the first Walking Dead book had, or that the Bunker number one had. Just this real epic feel that, you know, it's I feel like it's going to be a really big book. You So you think uh, a lot of buzz, right? I don't know if there's a lot of buzz yet, but I bet there will be. It's basically the story of this high school. And you know all the typical cliques exist in there. There's the jocks and the preppy kids and the student council kids and the, the rejects and the stoners and you know just everybody from high school. You can't say rejects. 
popular impaired. <laughs> I was a reject, so <laughs> <laughs> I can own that shit. <laughs> but uh, anyways, like typical stuff's going on. Like the student council president is confronting the principal and arguing with him about things because she feels entitled to make demands of the school. Mm-hmm. And you get to see how the different groups are interacting with each other. And all of a sudden there's this big like flash of light, this huge sound. And everybody just sort of runs outside to see what happened. And there's no explanation for it. There's no idea about what happened. They just all sort of teleported, including the building, to this alternate dimension. And they're in the middle of this woods, but the sky is purple and dark. And there's all these crazy alien... You sure they didn't just do acid? (laughs) Everybody in the school? I'm pretty sure. (laughs) (laughs) But there's all these alien creatures running around. And, uh, of course, the adults take this approach that, you know, the kids need to hide in, like, one of the, the... assembly rooms and they'll protect them or whatever but there's this one kid who's kind of a rebel he's kind of a loner and he starts seeking out people to have certain skill sets from the groups like he picks a jock he picks somebody that has camping experience he picks somebody that understands electronics just finds different people from different groups and says you guys need to come with me if we stay here we're gonna die because they're gonna run out of food in a couple of days and you know monsters are gonna come and attack us there's this thing outside of the school that's basically like a compass dial. That's what it kind of looks like. Okay. It's this big golden arrow that's like pointing deeper into the woods. And, no, it's way better, <laughs> way better than that. Okay. <laughs> He's determined to follow the direction the compass is pointing and go and explore the woods because that's what he thinks they were brought there to do. Like He has this idea that you know, they're not supposed to stay put and that something's going to force them to leave that building before long anyways. And he's right. Uh, within the first few pages after they get transported there, aliens basically tear down one of the walls of the chemistry lab and like just mutilate every single person in the room. They're killing teachers, ripping kids apart. It's crazy. And uh, it's it's a really good read. I'm really excited to see the second issue. That sounds pretty interesting. It does. Man, you should have told me. Or you should have called Bedrock for me to put it in my box. They may still have some copies. Okay. That's pretty good. Is it Image Book too? Or is it IDW? Uh, I think it's a Boom Book. Really? Pretty sure. Wow. Boom. I'm, I'm reading a lot of good Boom Books. Both of those that are in my top two are from Boom Studios. They're putting out a lot of good stories right now. You're getting paid? No. Okay. <laughs> Good question, man. I think he's on the tape. I just like independent books. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that brings us to our pick of the week, and uh, we we agree on this one. Yes. It's because a, we're both sinister and dark inside. <laughs> it's a new title from Image called Nailbiter. Yeah, parental guidance or not parental advisory? Is <laughs> how does that go? <laughs> it's for mature readers. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, it's about this small town in Oregon. I think it was. Yes. Uh, where 17 of the most renowned serial killers in the U.S. I was born in the small town. <laughs> were all from. I mean, all of them were born there and grew up there, so people naturally think there's something in the water that's turning people into serial killers. And one of the most famous ones is this guy called the Nailbiter, because... That guy's creepy. He is creepy. He's very pale, and uh, when he was finally captured, he was sitting there, like, chewing on the fingers of... Who does that his crap? Victims. <laughs> At least one of the toenails. But somehow he got acquitted, and he was released back in the Oregon County where he's from. Yeah. So there's this cop who's, uh, I think he's a federal agent, who's investigating serial killers, and he's come there to try to find out some information about this case. And uh, he teams up with a local cop, and the two of them go to interrogate the nail-biter guy. Not, not a whole lot has happened in the first issue, but there's so much potential there. It just gives you that creepy vibe, man, when you see him on the pages, and he opens the door. Well, like the artwork's really, really good in the story, and the story's just as good. Well, tell him about the nail biter. How? Tell him about him. How he captures somebody, eats their nails, lets them grow, and eats them again. Who does that? It's pretty gross. 
I know, right? But they've created uh, interesting backstories for all of the serial killers. I don't want to go into detail on any of them because I don't want to spoil every detail of the book. But all of them sound pretty interesting. Yeah, it, it, it really got my attention. I was like, whoa, this book is dark. It's yeah. going to get even darker than this. I mean, what is, it, what is up with us, man? Last week, Southern Bastards. This week is <laughs> Nettlighters. Oh, my gosh. There's some really good books come out. There's, I mean, it seems like almost every week or every other week, Image or Boom or Dynamite, one of the other smaller independent companies puts out just some amazing first issues. There's company there's, Dark Horse. Yeah. There's all kinds of uh, <laughs> great new stories coming out. And you know, we try to do our best to find them and to recommend them to you guys. Uh, the cool thing about Image is that all their books cost $3 or three fifty at most once they've kind of established themselves. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's only 3 bucks to go pick up Nailbiter, and I would recommend doing it. Yeah, um, definitely. Pick up the woods while you're at it. I haven't ran into an annual yet on an image book yet, so. No, they don't really do that. That's more of a Marvel and DC formula. I haven't really ran into a lot of variant covers either. No, and most of the time when independent companies do variant covers, they're the same price as the regular covers. They're just alternate covers you could pick up. God bless America. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, great book, man. Great book. Good choice. See so you thinking like me. Yeah. Want the same wavelength? I'm going to leave now. <laughs> <laughs> Cool. Well, let's talk a little bit about what's been going on with Comic Palooza. Uh, we've gotten some more donations from some of our followers. Uh, we had a few people send us money directly. Sweet! We've had a few pe- more people try to sign up for Audible, but I don't know if anybody's ever completed the sign-up process. I can, I can see when people click on things, mm-hmm. uh, and it shows like impressions and clicks, and then it shows people that actually complete the process. Who are you, the government? Well, you know, Audible tracks that stuff. <laughs> Big brother! But... Nobody actually completes the process for some reason. Oh, <laughs> so a lot of people click on it, but nobody completes it. But if you want to support us, we just ordered a t-shirt, so that's all taken care of. The only thing we still have left is the flyers, uh, which I'm going to order within the next few days, and we still need about 70 bucks to get those. Uh, you can either contribute through our website by clicking on the Donate button, uh, or you can send it directly through PayPal to comicalpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, alternatively, you can go to audibletrial.com slash comical and sign up for your free audiobook trial. Uh, you'll get one free audiobook and a one-month trial period. Uh, if you decide you don't like the service, you can always cancel it, and there's no charge. Yes. Please Just sign up. There's over 150,000 titles you can choose from, and, you know, it's a great service if you like audiobooks. That's right. Give it to them again. AudibleTrial.com. Slash com. That's right. Why is, there, <laughs> why is there an echo? Just say it again. AudibleTrial.com. Slash com. That's right. <laughs> Maybe we should take this on the road. Maybe we should like offer our services at places, at charity places, so we get funded that way or something. I don't know. I'd be down for doing a charity show. Maybe we'd like go down someplace. Hey, Comical Podcast is here to sponsor. I don't know. You know <laughs> <laughs> We're here live at. Uh... Man, I'm like, I have no place to go. That's probably why we get no money. <laughs> you know, I'd, I'd be more than happy to do a charity show or something eventually. Uh, we're still working on building our audience, but once we get to the point where I feel like we could actually make some money or do some good. Uh, I'd be down to try that out. How cool would that be, man? Yeah. I mean, seriously, I mean, you have to clean up a little bit, man. You got to shave. We might have to work out a little bit. I've been working out every day. You call that working out? More than you do. What are you saying? <laughs> I'm slim trimming. <laughs> <laughs> When's the last time you did 500 sit-ups? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't do sit-ups, so I already got rock-hard abs. When you don't need sit-ups. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> I think it's hurt myself. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know, I don't reason I bring up the maybe doing some stuff live or, you know, going out and do charity stuff because, you know, we'll, we'll talk about it later about what we're going to Comic Blues and all that crazy stuff. But 
Our popularity is picking up a little bit. I mean, you got to do another show just the other day. Yeah, uh, if you guys follow us on Twitter and Facebook, you might have seen that I was on the Talk Nerdy to Me show. I saw your head. Uh, last night. Those guys were pretty cool. We talked about, you know, all things Marvel. I, I didn't have a whole lot to talk about in the beginning because they were kind of just panning the Marvel movies and nitpicking them and stuff. And, you know, if you listen to this show enough, you know that I'm fairly positive about things. I mean, I, I hate Wolverine Origins with the fiery, burning passion. <laughs> you brought it up! <laughs> <laughs> but, uh... Most of the Marvel movies, even even flawed movies, I can find things to enjoy about them. And I'm not such a stickler for uh, sticking to the comic books or whatever. You know, I just enjoy it for what it is. That's my influence on him, America. And a lot of the other people in that panel just nitpicked about a lot of stuff, and I didn't want to cause too much controversy, so I stayed quiet for most of it. Yeah, I listened. Um, I was waiting for you to, like, say something really <laughs> controversial. Like, say something! Say something! And then when they were talking about comic books, uh, they wanted to talk mostly about the Ultimate Universe, which I don't know much about. I mean... A few Ultimate books that I have read have been not all that great. Most of the characters are worse versions of the 616 universe characters. I just like Earth-616 and, you know, maybe some alternate reality titles like the What If, you know, alternate realities. But I'm just not big on the Ultimate Universe and that seemed to be all they wanted to talk about. So I didn't have a whole lot to say uh, toward, until the end. At the end we talked a little bit more about current stuff, Marvel Now, and, you know, obviously I had a lot of opinions there. <laughs> yeah, sorry to stay tuned in, man. I tuned in as long as I could. At least you got to see me put on the merman mask and yes, get funny faces on the camera. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was pretty cool. I would have liked to see you a bit more active early on, but I understand because I was kind of like, man, I don't even think I could have contributed anything to this conversation. They were good guys, though. I mean, I, I stayed behind and talked to Mike after the show was over, and he actually wants to come on our show at some point, so I'd love to have him on. And uh, he's invited me to come back on there sometime when they do their image discussion because I, you know, I love image comics. You did warn them about me, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I think they're aware of how volatile you can be. I'm not volatile! I just got to have it. You know, we warn our guests. We warn our, our important people. Like, you know, when we get our bigger names on this show, I'm going to be, I'm going to behave. I'm be like, yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. Oh, ma'am. Yes, no, sir. <laughs> they're not like your mom. You know? <laughs> they're, they're regular people. Look, man, Horsicles has respect for me. Oh, I've got respect for them, too. Absolutely. I'm not going to invite people on the show and then say anything bad about anything they've done. Seriously, there, Tim. He talks shit about you when you're not listening. <laughs> no, I don't. I do. No, I don't. <laughs> what? What was that? <laughs> you say something, Heather? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I, I see our guest over there. He's uh, uh, hang on. There's something damn door now. <laughs> don't shut the door on him. All right. He don't need to come in yet. All right. <laughs> we'll wait a little while. What's he got for me? There's not a whole lot of news this week. The only thing that really stood out was the Gotham trailer. Oh, I thought you were going to say that bus fire. <laughs> oh, you meant comic news. My bad. <laughs> what do I care about a bus fire? <laughs> Shame on you. I care about comic books, man. Yes, you do. You are one big nerd. Yeah. Who claims he can do 500 steps. I ain't seen any of You going to make me show you? Break it down on the floor right now, big man. Who's got the camera? Like I showed you, like you think I couldn't do those steps back in the day. You did 11. <laughs> I knocked those suckers out, baby. You were like, holy, you're not going to get off the floor. And I jumped up. I got video of you doing 11 to sit up. I got off the floor <laughs> quick. You were struggling, though. <laughs> that was no struggle. Uh-huh. <laughs> Anyways, the Gotham trailer came out this week, and it looks amazing. Oh, my goodness. I'm very excited for the show. The oh. o- only thing that I'm skeptical about is the fact that it's a Fox show. And Fox loves to cancel shows after the first season. Yeah, they do. I don't know, man. Even the freaking trailer. I was getting hyped up just watching it. It showcases all of Batman's villains as uh, younger people. It showcases the Riddler, Penguin, Catwoman, 
Poison Ivy. Mm-hmm. And you surprised you don't see the Joker there. Well, I, I think the Joker's going to be a big part of the story. Oh, he has uh, to be. He's just not going to be in the beginning episodes. I bet he'll show up towards the end. He's the other side of the coin. Yeah. Uh, of course, you know, young Commissioner Gordon. I guess he's just James Gordon. Then he's Officer Gordon. Yeah, that's right. He ain't nobody big yet. <laughs> and, uh, you know, of course, the young Bruce Wayne. The only thing I, I, that I don't like about the trailer is when they're showing uh, Bruce Wayne's parents being killed, they, they took the pearls out. And the pearls are like the most symbolic thing about that death scene. Holy crap, you're absolutely right. I totally forgot about the pearls. The pearls are always in the story. Yeah, the pearls fall down. Yeah, yeah. They left them out. Huh. I mean, it's, it's, it's a small thing, but it's so key to his origin that I'm surprised it's missing. Well, you know, Benjamin McKenzie, who was in the OC Southland, he's the one playing Gordon. Uh... I don't know that he was in those shows because I didn't watch those. Oh, shows. same. Well, I'm telling you, I know <laughs> Southland's an amazing show. You should have watched it. It's a cop show. I know you don't like the OC. It's kind of a not your thing. But uh, the kid that plays Batman, I don't know who. I mean, he's going to play Bruce Wayne. I just hope he acts better than Anakin from Star Wars. Well, he's the kid from the Fox show Touch from a few years ago. Better good or better? With, <laughs> it was a bad touch. The show wasn't all that great, but he was, he's a pretty good actor. Okay, so uh, we don't have to worry about lapses or crap or... I don't think so. I think he'll do fine as Universe Wayne. Cool. That's going to be awesome. Yeah. One of the things that Bruno Heller said in an interview earlier this week was that he has high expectations that Gotham will visually surpass all of the Batman movies. He says that you know, the spectacle, the stunts, the city... Everything is just going to be visually superior to the movies, which is a pretty big claim. That is huge. And looking at, well, first of all, looking at the trailer and how it pans through the city and everything else, you're like, oh my God, that's freaking awesome looking. And then the soundtrack they have going with the trailer, dude, I had, ghost, I had goosebumps. <laughs> Seeing it like three times already. I'm just like, just like, wow. It's like when you watch Guardians, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> ah! <laughs> See it. <laughs> I got a feeling. Do, 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 do. Oh, I didn't continue on. But <laughs> no, uh. Get the hell out. Leave. Leave. This is getting pointless. We may as well just introduce him. Oh. Let it go. <laughs> <laughs> but back to Gotham. Stay with Batman here. Stay with Batman! There will be no Batman yet, obviously. But it's gonna be. It's gonna be just like Smallville. It's gonna tell the story of him as a kid before he becomes Batman. Uh, you said you never watched Smallville. You just no, I said that I've seen. A, you know, random episodes, but I didn't watch it religiously. It's not a cult, man. Sure it is. <laughs> it's because I watched all ten seasons of it doesn't mean anything. I guess it means you're a Superman fan. <laughs> so why don't you read any Superman books? Uh, Tom Welling's not in them? <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> no, it's going to be good, man. I, I think it's going to be really good. And I think Fox is not going to cancel this one quick. Because I guarantee you, I'm going to write that down, note it, record it, whatever, mark it. I guarantee Gotham Episode 1 pilot will have massive numbers. Oh, yeah, definitely. Batman is legendary. Everybody in the world is a Batman. Hell, my nephew, barely three, loves Batman. Everything, everything he has is almost about Batman. And there, there, hell, even my dad's a Batman fan. He's like almost 70. There are people that don't like Batman, too, though. You can't say Those people got problems. Uh, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> Those guys probably like somebody like freaking... Uh, Sunglasses guy or stretches his neck or whatever. Shazam fans, man. Uh, plastic man or some crap. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm just saying. The majority of the world loves Batman. That's probably true. I'd say it's... And so I'm thinking the numbers are going to be outrageous. And even if it does drop afterwards, they're still going to be high numbers. I think Fox may, you know, props to them. They may have gotten the jump on the other networks getting in this show. I, I think it's going to be good. Yeah. And if it gets canceled, I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> 
Well, there's nothing you can do about it if it gets canceled. And I'll deny anyway. everything, and I'll say, this is somebody else talking. This was not me. <laughs> you know, Firefly was a great show, obviously. Terminator what? Terminator was an amazing show, Terracana Chronicles. But, but Fox always cancels their best shows. That's just well, the way well, Fox runs their, their business. Family Guy was a great show. They canceled that. They brought it back. Yeah, Cartoon Network brought it back. <laughs> but Why are you covering a Firefly, man? Firefly? Well, I can't speak. You, I, get so, like, I get so like emotional when you bring it up. Why do you got to do that to me? Huh? <laughs> Let's just hope that it doesn't go that way. I signed the petition to bring it back. That's all I'm saying. I think everybody did. We're all brown coats. <laughs> I want it back. Who doesn't? It'll never happen. Yeah. Who doesn't? Freaking summer glow. <laughs> Killing shows. That's I right. However, she's pretty badass on Arrow. Can't put her on Gotham. No, don't. <laughs> Stay away, Summer Glow. We love you, but don't go on the show. Be <laughs> safe on the CW. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, so far. Right. Uh, Arrow, Arrow has great numbers. Yeah. Well, that brings us to uh, our giveaway. Oh, yeah. We're giving stuff away again. What, are we made out of money? Wait a minute. We're asking for money. We're giving crap away. It's, like you said last time, we're the People's Podcast. Okay, I'm taking that back. <laughs> we're giving our shirts right off our backs. Including <laughs> the shorts we're wearing. We're going to be doing this podcast naked. Well, you might be. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I got tins clothes in the car. I'm good. <laughs> Anyhow, uh, we're giving away the first four issues of Faniel yes, from Awesome Comics. Of course. Written by our friend Omar Spahi. And? And drawn. drawn by Terry Huddleston. Mm-hmm. It's been really good so far. Only the first two issues are out. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next two should be out shortly, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're not going to actually mail it to our winner until all four issues have come out. Okay. But uh, we... Sat, we had the contest for people to submit flyers for us uh, to use at Comic Palooza, and we got like five entries. Definitely some good ones. Uh, Chris Ryder sent us some. Love that guy. <laughs> he actually sent us multiple. That's right. He wants to win. Um, and the rest were from people that I am not familiar with on Twitter or Facebook. They were just new came, fans. Came through email. Yes. So we have five fans then. <laughs> Wait a minute. How many entries that four? Five. Oh, two of my right. Okay. Yeah, I was right. We have four fans. <laughs> My math is a little sketchy there. But uh, you've seen all of them. Which one? Which one was your favorite? Not putting me on the spot. <laughs> uh, 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 be honestly, I like them all. <laughs> Cheer! <laughs> don't call me out. <laughs> I don't remember them. For God's sakes, man! I was just part of an eighteen wheeler. <laughs> Give me a break! <laughs> Come on, Optimus. You're gonna remember. <laughs> I'm a doctor, not a pool man. <laughs> Uh, I actually like the one that has Dog Boy on it. Uh, <laughs> help me out again. Egyptian guy. Anubis? Thank you. <laughs> I was struggling there. Dog Boy? <laughs> <laughs> That's his new name. Okay. <laughs> uh, I actually agree with you, too. That one was sent to us today from, uh, I'm hoping I'm saying this right, Maten Mohamdi. It's a... Kind of a mashup between Awesome Comics and Comical Podcast. It's got Faniel in the background and uh, Anubis saying, keep on laughing, bitches, which is pretty funny. That is funny. It's got our logo with uh, the Faniel silhouette at the bottom. And then, of course, it has our Facebook and Twitter handles. And uh, our- The only thing you said you have issues with it, it might be a little too much awesome. <laughs> too much awesome. <laughs> what is that ever a problem? Too much awesome. <laughs> you, never, you never have enough awesome. I know, right? <laughs> I don't think that's a problem. I'm going to call Omar and tell him, hey, man. <laughs> well, I, I checked, and uh, this guy is actually close friends with Omar, which is why he was given permission to use the artwork. So we can say this now. And I know, hopefully, Omar listens. Comical Podcast brought to you by Awesome Comics. <laughs> yes. <laughs> hey, if Omar's down for sponsoring us, <laughs> I'm okay with that, too. Um, 
But yeah, it's a really cool design. I think I'm going to post it on the website with this episode. And uh, I think he's probably going to be our winner for the Thaniel giveaway. I have to say yes. That's I have to third, cool. the, third the motion. But you know, the other like, ones are pretty good too. Though. Yeah, all, they're all, really good. All of them were good, uh, especially the second one from Chris Ryder. Yeah. Uh, I really like that one. It had Merman oh. on it. And he but said, We're going to get sued! <laughs> Merman commands you to listen to comical podcasts. That's freaking <laughs> awesome. I don't know. I really did like that one. Uh, that was the, I think that was the, I, don't know, I think it's the best. That was, go with that one. that was the front runner until this one came out. So. I don't know where I got my pictures. Was he in my house? I, I don't know where he got your picture, <laughs> Merman. I'm everywhere. You're everywhere? Yes. <laughs> Go back to your swamp. Oh, get the hell out of here. You know, horror face. He's oh. coming. He's coming in. Open, oh. open that door. Oh. Open that door. Oh. Open that door. Oh. <laughs> Where are you going? Hello, people. <laughs> I'm Beast Man. Oh, no, you have know, horror face. What are you doing here? Um, Skeletor sent me to join this podcast. <laughs> oh, Bonehead? Yep. Yeah. Oh, God. Where's he well then? I don't know. <laughs> Man, this podcast is going straight to hell. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you, you two sit over in the corner and uh, talk oh. amongst yourselves. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll call you when we're ready for you, all right? He's going to start shedding all over the place. <laughs> you got any food? Oh, go home. <laughs> Man, big time now. So we have Merman, Beast Man. We have a horse. You... Heather. <laughs> it's getting crowded in here. It is a little crowded. We'll show up next week. Tripod? <laughs> <laughs> Let's hope not, man. That, guy, that guy's got a scary ability. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. So we have another addition to the show. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Who knows where this could lead? It's <laughs> an asylum, I think, because pretty soon we're going to kind of forget, you know, <laughs> what's going on here. But that's pretty funny. Well, welcome to the show, Beast Man. Thank you. Even though Merman may not be happy that you're here... We'll think you'll bring something, whether it be fur or whatever. I brought you some fleas. Uh, get the hell out of here. Fleas? You're going to have the itchies here pretty soon. <laughs> it already started. Whoa. Take a bath. <laughs> hey. <laughs> well, Heather's chiming in. It's, it's her time, isn't it? It's, it's Heather time, right? Well, Break it down. Heather time. I wouldn't say it's her time. You know? <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> they have other connotations, but... Uh, uh, Thanks. Thanks for the <laughs> intro. I, I wasn't going to ask. I, I don't... Okay. So, Heather, it's your turn. Tell me a funny story. Yeah. All right. I guess. I have a few funny ones left. Not pretty many. So, I guess... Since we're uh, since it's close to Mother's Day, I'll I'll pay a little tribute to my mom, and uh, tell this one for her. She's told it many times, still tells it to this day. So um, I was pretty good friends with the school nurse somehow in elementary school, which is pretty silly. Was it a woman? Yes. Okay, just making sure. She loved me. I would go find excuses to go see her. Um, I would just tell her about my day. Sadly, I don't recall her name, um, but I'm sure I'll remember at some point. Such a great friend. Hey. <laughs> anyway, so uh, I decided I had gone to the nurse this one morning, and I was not feeling well. My stomach was hurting, and so I walked in, and she said, "Oh, Heather, what's wrong?" And I told her that my tummy was hurting, and she comforted me. She was very nice. She rubbed my back, and and then uh, I proceeded to tell her that uh, I hadn't been fed. In fact, I told her I, like, wasn't being fed at all. 
So then she called my parents and she called my mom and said, oh, well, Heather tells me she's not eating. And apparently I think she called like somebody like higher up too. I'm not sure if it was like CPS or somebody at the school, uh, which is a pretty big deal because I basically said I wasn't being fed, so, <laughs> which really was not the case. My, my dad, he was so, um, they put up with me. I was an old, I'm an only child. So anyway, they cooked me like a nine course meal for breakfast, like pancakes, eggs, bacon, sausage, everything you could imagine for breakfast I had. Like it was insane. Her dad loves to cook. I believe it. My dad is, is a cooking fiend. And, um, so, so yeah, so basically I just said I wasn't eating and that really wasn't the case. I was like this scrawny little tiny kid. So anybody wouldn't believe that, but, but yeah, so. So your, your homage to your mother is that you got CPS called on her. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> Happy Mother's Day! You're going to jail, Mom! <laughs> Happy Mother's Day. Last week you made your mother, your grandmother to the Terminator. I'll be back. Exactly. Goodness gracious. <laughs> your your turn next. <laughs> Mom had CPS called on you. I have like a smaller I side story too, I can okay. tell. Because I wasn't here last week. But um, um, basically I also forged a signature. I know you brought a kid home, uh, somebody else home with you. But uh, I wrote a note on the bus in crayon, gave it to the bus driver, and went home with my friend uh, who lived like three houses down. And my mother was like terrorizing the neighborhood looking for me, basically. And, uh, yeah, needless to say, I got <laughs> The bus driver took a note you wrote in crayon. Yes, this was in kindergarten. It's a, it's a, actually an epidemic, man, because when I was a kid, I did the exact same thing, except I brought a kid home with me. Uh, I was like four years old. Oh, don't say like, thank you. <laughs> yeah. I turned, I turned my mom into a kidnapper. That's why I said that's what the title of the story was last week. The one I didn't tell you. Uh, basically what happened with me is I had this friend named Owen and we were really good friends. We liked He-Man. We played, you know, He-Man and Thundercats, whatever, on the playground. I was like four or five. I was in kindergarten. Okay. Uh, and I wanted him to come home and hang out with me. So we decided we were going to write a note and give it to the bus driver and he was just going to ride the bus with me. We didn't think anything was wrong with that. So we got our crayons and we got our, you know, elementary school ruled paper, like the giant block paper and wrote, Owen can go home with Justin and then signed it mom in crayon. Yep. Handed it to my bus driver. Are you freaking kidding me? And she let the kid get on the bus. Who the hell is driving your buses? <laughs> I don't know. Slow joke? <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, uh, I, got, I got home, I got off the bus, the and this kid got off right behind me, and we walked up, and my mom was like, oh, hi, Justin. And she's like, who's that? <laughs> who's that? And I was like, oh, that's Owen. And my mom was like, uh, where did Owen come from? I'm like, oh, he rode the bus home with me. And it was like Friday afternoon at like 6 o'clock or something. Uh, the school was closed. There was no way to get in touch with anybody at the school to try to figure out who this kid was. So my mom's like, uh, okay, Owen, tell me a little bit about yourself. You know, what, what's your last name? Do you know where you live? You know, your phone number, anything? And he's like, my name's Owen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Owen. Yeah, that's me, Owen. But he didn't know his last name. He didn't know his phone number. He didn't, didn't know, know his, his address. He didn't know where he lived. He didn't know anything. My mom was, you know, frantic because she was sure the news was going to show up with police cars, you know, accusing her of kidnapping <laughs> some poor kid. So she was calling uh, the school. She was calling anybody she could think of, and uh, nobody was answering. She couldn't get any kind of results. Well, my mom and I had been talking that morning, and uh, I had been asking her if we'd go to Hobby Lobby because there was something I wanted there. I, I don't remember what it was. I was a kid. But she was like, oh, yeah, we'll go to Hobby Lobby, whatever. 
So, of course, you know, I don't really realize anything's wrong. I, I'm just playing with Owen in the house. My mom's running around like a mad person trying to figure out who this kid is. And uh, I happen to say to my mom, are, are we still going to go to Hobby Lobby? Because I remember talking to her about that. And Owen looks up and goes, my mom works at Hobby Lobby. Wow. <laughs> How lucky is that? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so my mom picks up the phone and calls Hobby Lobby. And she's like, uh, this is going to sound real weird. But do any of your employees have a kid named Owen? Did that work? Well, eventually, yes. She found somebody that said, oh, I think I know somebody who has a kid, a son named Owen. Hang on. And then transferred her, and the lady was like, oh, yeah, I have a son named Owen. Yeah, he's that age. Yeah, he goes to that school. Why are you asking this? What did you do to my son? (laughs) (laughs) Is that my house? And that's what my mom said. She said, uh, he came home with my son on the bus. They gave a note to the bus driver in crayon, and she took it. So we drove over to Hobby Lobby and, and dropped him off with his mom. And I cannot believe you wrote a letter, and both of you wrote letters in crayons. The bus driver took it both times. Yes. Wow. I got my ass chewed out when I got home, and I never, ever... I, I stopped inviting people over to my house after that. <laughs> I was like, it's not even worth the trouble. Oh, my goodness. Man. Yeah, I, was, I got in severe trouble for going home with Christina. It was pretty bad. Yeah, that's one of my mom's favorite stories, actually. <laughs> that's freaking hilarious. You don't have a mom story you want to share since it's Mother's Day week? Well, we can go with the CPS line. <laughs> okay. No, 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 no. <laughs> Come on, I already told My you. mom hates this story. <laughs> uh, I was a rambunctious kid growing up, can you tell? And uh, I used to run around and be stupid and get into trouble. Everybody gets in trouble. Yeah. As a kid, you do stupid stuff. Yeah. I forgot what I did. And my mom was yelling at me, and I'm running around the house like a little monkey. Jumping on over the bench, flipping over the chair, hopping on the tree, climbing up, jumping down, running here, trying to get away. My mom caught me or whatever and had a switch and hit me with it, but uh, the switch grows every year. It went from a switch to a stick, from a stick to a log, from a log to part of the oak tree, from part of the oak tree to the freaking lumber yard. <laughs> I, mean, I used to constantly, my mom beat me with a log. <laughs> the log was so big that I was lucky it was rotten because it broke when she struck, with him. She struck me in my arm and it snapped in half. And my mom's like, you, it was a freaking switch. <laughs> like skinny. <laughs> and then the next time, my mother hit me with a two by four. It's <laughs> like, every time my wife, I didn't tell you a story about the time my mom beat me with that metal wrench. What? <laughs> oh, sits at the porch, like shaking her head, like, what is wrong with you? She tied me up and then fell the tree on top of me. <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, stories like that, like, my dad once yanked me out the tree. <laughs> and I impaled myself. But you see, what comes with me, I do all kinds of stupid stuff when I was a kid. I even do stupid stuff as an adult and even as a teenager. Uh, one time, I uh, again stories with mothers, and you know, my grandfather has all kinds of good stuff in the garage and had a scale. You used to you hang on the, on a nail or whatever, and you would weigh. You put like a bucket in there. You could weigh like apples or whatever you want to see how much it weighs. It's, you know, it doesn't weigh much. It's a whole metal scale that goes to spring loaded, right. heavy spring loaded. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was messing around. My mom used to say. Don't go in there messing around with stuff in your grandfather's garage. You're going to mess something, get a nail in your foot. Oh, that did happen. Uh, you're going to cut your leg. Gonna do, that happened. Uh, you're going to get a shot. I think I got like 18 over my lifetime as a kid. Uh, don't go in there. You're going to buy a snake. Almost happened. Uh, <laughs> all that kind of stuff. And I would not listen. I just go, I'm going to do what I'm going to do because I can do it. So I see this scale. My grandfather has it hanging. I'm like, oh, this is cool. Bright idea. I'm going to hang from it. Grabbed it. Jumped on it. Hung on it. It came off the nail, whacked me in the head. I walked out like, ow! My grandfather was like, what happened to you? Man, scale fell off, hit me in the head. 
man, why am I wet on my head? My grandpa was like, my mom's like shaking her head. My grandpa, come over here, fool. I'm like, my head is wet. Did something get water on me? I'm like, I look up, ah, I'm bleeding. <laughs> yeah, my mom used to have a line. Uh, I can't, it's in Spanish. I can't really say it. But basically, don't be a dummy. Let only be one fool, not more than, not two. And, or don't do it, you know, do it right or whatever. I forgot what it is. But yeah, I never tend to listen very well. I tend to injure myself a lot as a kid. So yeah, I got six stitches in the head that day. <laughs> it was a good learning experience. <laughs> I think I lost some brain somewhere along the way. <laughs> but yeah, so homage to my mom, the stick beater of sons. <laughs> <laughs> I love my mother. She's the happy Mother's Day mom. Couldn't ask for better mother. All the crap I've been through in my lifetime. And you know, my grandmother was there for me too. And she uh, she was known as a spatula lady because she would whoop your butt with the spatula. She chased my sister with the spatula. <laughs> that's, you know, that's, that's no worse than a Terminator. <laughs> but yeah, so, uh, oh man, stories about doing stupid stuff as a child, but yeah. So happy Mother's Day, Mom. You know, uh, you never did beat me with that log, even though the story grows. Next time, she hit me with a with a sword. <laughs> I was impaled. She got the middle back. <laughs> I gotta say happy Mother's Day to my mom too. Yeah, she's always there for me. Never really had a lot of support from other people, but she was always one of the few people that really supported me with everything I ever endeavored to accomplish. So, and she supports me even now. Like she loves the show. Moms love their sons. God yeah. bless them. No matter how bad we are or how crappy we do or whatever, whatever we do, moms always love their sons. Yeah, you don't want to say happy Mother's Day to your mom. <laughs> <laughs> nice. She's gonna come after me now. No, actually, she's coming to visit uh, next week. She'll be here. So. Oh, but yes, happy Mother's first. Day. <laughs> Could be. But uh, yes, happy Mother's Day uh, to my mom, and I'm really, really, truly blessed. So. And of course, I'll say this one. Um, happy Mother's Day to my wife. She's raising her young boys, and, uh, and sometimes I'm her third son. So uh, happy Mother's Day, <laughs> as she says. I appreciate everything she does for me, uh, especially what happened to me today. My wife and my mom, my dad, were there for me. So it's cool. <laughs> And I want to say Happy Mother's Day to Beast Mom. Ah, it's gone away. You don't have a mom. Beast Mom was a great mom. They were adopted. Hell towards her mom. No. Yes. No. Why didn't you call him Bonehead? <laughs> Fish face, shut up. Ah, get out of your head, puss. <laughs> All right, if you, could, if you two can't behave, <laughs> we're not going to let you talk anymore. Oh, I want to say Happy Mother's Day to my mamas. You respond. Oh. No, I wasn't. You respond. Ah, get out of You don't have parents. Oh, Nobody loves you, especially not Tila. <laughs> what? You oh, stay away no. from my woman. I love you, Tila. Yeah. I'm coming out with an album too. Oh, you can't sing, Queerface. You don't know that. Uh, I can tell. You're gonna choke on your own hair for a ball. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess Merman's right. <laughs> That's pretty funny. So that was our funny story. So it means I'm on deck next week. That's right. We shall call it, we'll give you a, a taste. A taste of chocolate? <laughs> That's what it's going to be called. A taste of chocolate. It's, it's a really funny story. You guys have to tune in to hear that one. Chocolate. We're going to make it yeah, sexy. Yeah, my story isn't as funny as that. Your story had some moments because you guys are bringing up some crazy stuff, man. How would y'all do y'all's moms? Oh, my God. My mom's probably saying, thank God that that was not my son or my daughter. <laughs> God, those were not my children. But before we go, we just want to remind everybody that uh, we're up for consideration to the Geeky Awards. Yes, and remember, uh, we are the People's Podcast. 
whenever you see Miguel or myself tweet about our shows that have been uh, submitted, favorite, please favorite and retweet them. Retweet. We gotta let those people at Geeky Wars know that we have a good fan base. Yes, we're going to be a Comic Palooza, which we've mentioned a bunch of times, and we're still really excited about. We're still working on setting up the pre-interviews. There will be definitely some of them we do ahead of time, and they'll be on the show before Comic Blues actually happens. Can I say it? Can I say it? We're getting a lot of love, man. We are getting a lot of love. I mean, people don't know, but, you know, we're growing. We get people listening to us, everything else we up for these geeky awards and Comic Blues. But, man, we felt the love. Yeah, Free Comic Book Day was kind of an eye-opener, like, walking around and talking to people. Uh, people listen to the show. People are excited about the show. We've got a pretty good fan base in Houston. Yeah, some strange people just came up and wanted to take a picture of me. What is going on? <laughs> Are you famous? Ah, I'm some podcast guy. Oh, I've heard of you. What? <laughs> exactly. You know, and we, we set up some more interviews. Uh, if any of you know Sam De La Rosa, he, uh, he was an artist for Marvel and DC back in the day, like back in the 70s and um, and 80s and even part of the 90s, I think. The first Venom uh, standalone miniseries, Lethal Protector, he's the one that did all the art for that book. I love that. He did the... 50th anniversary Spider-Man covers, the holographic yes. ones. Those very, are so very, amazing. Very fantastic. You know, he, he, he contributed to the Spider-Man 700 covers. Uh, they got his venom he, He's a huge fan of Spider-Man, but he has so many interesting stories from back then. He's a good guy. He's exciting, and I I love talking to him, and I could talk to him all day. He's, he's one of the nicest guys I've ever met, Absolutely. and uh, I'm really excited that we're going to get him on the show. We'll, we'll talk to him a little bit at Comic Palooza, just so you guys can get a taste of it. But he lives in Texas, so it's going to be really easy for us to coordinate and get him on the show sometime in June. Yeah, he's everywhere. He goes. He goes to the local comic shop, signs stuff. He'll draw stuff. He puts the stuff he's been ma- he's made already. He'll sign. He's a great guy. Yeah, he really is. I, I'm I'm looking guy. forward to having him on the show. So uh, you know, we'll keep you posted on that, and and whenever it's scheduled and set up, you know, you got to make sure you turn in and listen to that one. Yeah, no. My kids met him the other day. They're like so stoked. They're so excited. Hey, Cameron's got his got his freaking Carnage poster. <laughs> Brain's got his, his Wolverine. It was pretty. They're pretty. They were pretty excited. So I I just got a text message that uh, our our information from Comic Palooza is going live at 3 p.m. tomorrow. So if if you're listening to this podcast and it's Friday afternoon, take a look at Facebook at Comic Palooza's page. Take a look at their website. Uh, there'll be a lot of info about us up there. So are you serious? Yeah. Wow! Pretty excited. There oh, no! <laughs> 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 uh, we want to remind everybody to give us reviews on iTunes and Stitcher. We need as many as we can get. Yes, five stars, please. But uh, if you don't like us, that's fine too. You can give us a, a bad review. Anything, anything. Just let us know how you feel. No, no, we want some no, feedback. Who doesn't like us? Everybody likes. Us, Everybody likes us. Our moms may not like us anymore, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. please don't give me a two-star review, mom. <laughs> <laughs> And, of course, uh, you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash comicalpodcast. Right. You can follow us on Twitter. I'm at comicalpodcast, and you are at comicalpodcast, too. That's correct. That's that's pretty much all I've got for today. You got anything else you want to say? No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm good, you know. It's, I'm happy to be here. I'm we, just happy. We appreciate Merman and Beastman being on the show. Yes, thank you, Merman. You're welcome. I don't get, you're not welcome. I don't get a thank you. <laughs> of course you get a thank you, Beastman. Uh, I'm actually going to let you close out the show today. Oh, wow. Wait, wait, hold on. Awesome. I don't think more about... Why does he get to do it? Because I'm better than you. Ah, you wish. Keep on laughing, bitches. (laughs)